Hello, thank you very much for joining me. Today, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be quickly running through the stress eating video, which is part of our Bulletproof Mindset series. And what we're gonna be doing today is we're just gonna be basically covering everything that you could possibly need to know to help you manage your stress better and subsequently to reduce the frequency and severity of any kind of stress-induced uh, sort of eating episodes. Now, what I want to make very clear from the beginning is that this is, it's a big problem for a lot of people and it actually is something that is quite a complex problem and can take quite a long time to work out. So although I am gonna present you with some sort of you know quick fix strategies in terms of how to sort of navigate um, these kind of episodes as best as you can, the most important thing to remember when you're going through this is to actually remember that this is something that is going to require a bit of work, a bit of sort of um, sort of thought and a bit of um, actual like long term planning. So before we start and actually sort of dive into the, the depths of it, what I want to do is quickly just summarize the, the problem. And the main problem is, is that most people that I'm training, most people that I'm talking to, they come to me and they are frazzled. They're working long hours, they've got lots of responsibilities, their sleep isn't great, their nutrition isn't great, they don't move, they're sedentary, and their body is kind of always in this sort of permanent state of, of stress. They often feel like their behaviors are quite reactive, and uh, they often feel like they, they don't have a huge amount of control, and they feel very impulsive. So, you know, something comes up and all of a sudden they're sort of the they're ticking time bomb in their brain just sort of goes off and then they just go into these sort of um sort of i don't know almost sort of manic kind of sort of mental states where everything they want to do for their long-term health everything they want to do for their fitness everything they want to do to managing their energy and make themselves feel good kind of goes out the window and it's you know it suddenly becomes out of control so what we're going to do today is we're just going to run through some sort of quick strategies to help you sort of you know, deal with that in the moment and also some longer term strategies so that you can actually make sure that this kind of thing is less of an issue and it's something that you don't have to deal with as frequently. So the first thing I want to do is just quickly define stress. Now stress isn't necessarily all bad, stress is necessary in order to be healthy. What we're looking to avoid is excessive stress beyond you know what you feel able to cope with. So if you are sort of under stressed, then you are sort of gonna feel sort of lethargic and a bit depressed and a bit bored and you don't really have enough stimulation and that's not really a good thing. You have this term called eustress, which is basically good stress, which means that the stress that you're experiencing in your life is kind of similar to your ability to cope with stress and you do feel like you have the ability to sort of address the, the problems that you're facing and they you know, overcome challenges, you feel good about yourself and all that kind of stuff. The thing that we're looking to avoid and the thing that is usually the problem is actually distress, which is when you have too much on, more than you can handle, and you don't feel like you have the ability to cope. So that's specifically what it is that we're gonna be talking about today. And there are three main strategies in order to help to reduce sort of unnecessary eating as a result of stress. And the first thing is we're gonna talk about reducing stress then we're going to talk about your ability to actually manage stress, as in so to deal with the stress that you have. And then the last thing is kind of a quick fix approach that if you do find yourself in the headspace where you know you feel yourself slipping, you feel yourself about to do something stupid you don't particularly want to do, isn't in line with your long-term goals, isn't in line with your long-term vision, 
then something that will help you to manage that kind of little sort of period better. All right. So I'm going to be quick on this one. Reducing stress is largely down to just getting your shit together. So making sure that your time is managed well, making sure you're compartmentalizing your life, especially if you're working at home, making sure that you have a sort of a clear distinction between work time and sort of family time, fun time, and prioritization. So making sure that you have a clear idea in the morning what it is that you need to get done, what matters, what doesn't, what you need to delegate, and all that kind of stuff, right? That's all I'm gonna say on this. You know what to do on this front. You've heard it all before. I'm not the expert on that, but that is the first thing to do. If you feel like you have too much stress, then you need to work on making sure you've got those boxes ticked. What I can help you with though, is helping you to become more able to tolerate high stress loads. And what this is, is if you can see a little man here, what, what this is, is making sure that your, your stress tolerance is high. The easiest way that you can do this is to make sure that you're physically in great shape. And that means making sure that you've had enough sleep, so that your sleep hygiene is good and you're actually giving your body the opportunity to recover. That's making sure that you're exercising, you're moving, you're getting outside, you're getting enough daylight and you're actually sort of giving your body some, some movement which is gonna help it to basically process the sort of the, the side effects of stress as best as it can. You can sort of do a bit of meditation. I know I harp on a lot about this, but the meditation is a massive thing to help you to actually distance yourself from the stress and psychologically process it better in a more healthy way. Working on nutrition is a really big one as well because as it turns out, one of the big side effects of stress is sort of energy dips and energy swings. Um, and especially if you're, if you're sort of chronically stressed, the more sort of high quality and you know the better your nutrition is, the better your ability is to actually deal with the ups and downs of blood sugar and all that kind of stuff that come along with, with sort of a high stress lifestyle. And then the last one is just to make sure that you are having enough fun. You've got to be doing stuff that's fun. You've got to make sure you plan it in. It's really important. You have to make sure that you're not just working all the time, okay? So all of these things together, and obviously all these things are covered in, in separate videos in more detail, all of these things together basically increase your body's ability to tolerate stress. And so you will actually perform better under the same level of sort of um, you know demand, your 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 performance will be better. You'll, you will have more energy. You'll have more focus. You will have more mental resilience. You'll be able to make decisions more easily because you'll have more certainty. You'll feel more confident. All of these things together will actually help you to actually perform better, which in turn will help you to you know tolerate stress better. It will also more than anything else, like I just said, it gives you the confidence that you know that if something serious happens, you know what. I'm ready, I'm well rested, I do my exercise, I'm, you know, I've got my head in the right place, my food is great, I know that I've got something good to do at the weekend, I can really deal with this. If you, have, if you imagine all of those things weren't true, your ability to tolerate stress would be like tiny. So let's focus on that. However, if you get into a position, and hopefully you'll understand and you'll sort of be able to relate to this, if you get into a position where you are sort of you know, you, you've got to the end of the day, you've got home, you've had a crap day at work, your boss has said something horrible to you, your partner said something that you, that's triggered you, your kids are messing up, I don't know, whatever. And you have that kind of that feeling of stress and you feel yourself leaning towards wanting to either, I don't know, pick something up on the way home, order a takeaway rather than eating what you've already sort of prepared for dinner or reaching into the sort of the, the chocolate cupboard or whatever it is and going mad on that. All of these things can be avoided and sort of actually sort of managed 
by basically following this little process. So if you, um, as I'm hopefully you have done in the, in the launch section, there's a video on the five levels of nutrition. If you remember back to that video, the first level is actually about improving your relationship with food. And the analogy that I gave you was the elephant and the rider. So the rider is the human brain, the elephant is the sort of irrational, catastrophic, angry, sort of, you know, reactive animal brain. In this metaphor, what I want you to imagine is that in this case, the, you know, your human brain is a matador and your animal brain is a bull. Now, before we get into this, let's just make it very clear now. Uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this metaphor. And let's pretend like rather than shoving a bunch of sticks into the back of the bull and killing it, let's say that he's got to put it in a pen, right? So his goal is to get the bull in the pen. Now, um, apparently they do this some places. Now, the, the human brain, which is the matador, it's relatively weak. It doesn't really stand a chance against an angry bull and it has to be a little bit more smart. If he goes and actually tries to tackle the bull, drag the bull, get in the way, he's, it's not even a competition. He's just gonna get like, he's just gonna get messed up. So it's important that you do the same thing when you're in that moment. So when you're in that moment, when you feel that stress, when you're reaching for whatever it is that you're reaching for, your angry bull in your head is in control. And if you try and get in the way of it, it's not going to work and eventually you're gonna give in. So what you need to do is you need to take a slightly more intelligent approach because as you know, when you're in that state, it's pretty much impossible to sort of actually get in control. And if you do, it requires so much effort that it doesn't even feel good and you kind of, you feel resentful and it's, it's, it's not a good place to be. So I propose a slightly sort of, I don't know whether it's slightly controversial or slightly out of, you know, out of the norm in terms of the kind of things that people might be recommending you to do, but this is what I'm gonna recommend to you. What I'm gonna recommend you do is do exactly what a matador does, which is let the bull run, okay? The bull runs back, the bull runs forward, and he basically wears the bull down as the bull is charging about getting rid of all of its energy, and it eventually calms down enough so that he can sort of stick it in a pen or something. The equivalent for this is to actually um, sort of allow yourself to enjoy whatever it is that you're going to do. When most people get into this moment, they eat super fast, they do it whilst watching television, they do it whilst on their phone, they do it whilst not really paying attention to what's going in their mouth, and they don't really pay attention to whatever is eating, okay? They're eating. So what I want you to do to try and wear out the bull and actually relax the animal in your head is I want you to allow yourself to enjoy the food, sit down, actually create some space, both sort of physical space so that you're at a table, you're at your dining room table, whatever, and some mental space as well so that you're also, you know, not on your phone, not doing, not near anything triggering, not doing emails and that kind of thing. And actually just sit down and eat slowly whatever it is that you've decided is going to fix it for you, right? Savor the taste, do it slowly, and stop when you feel like you've had enough. That will give you a much better result in terms of where you feel at the end of whatever's happened than any other alternative. If you feel like you're gonna do it and you manage to willpower your way out of not doing it, chances are what's gonna happen is, is that you're going to um, either give in an hour later, give in tomorrow, whatever, and eventually you're gonna do it anyway, we all know it, or you do give in, you do it really fast, you way overdo it, you have way too much, it ends up in a three-day cycle of despair and anger and all that kind of stuff, and then three days later you feel incredibly guilty and you don't, know, you don't even know where to start because you say to me, oh, I've completely lost the plot, okay? So the outcome of actually allowing yourself the, the sort of the, the compassion to actually sit down and eat it and actually to give yourself the time to actually enjoy it will 
I think most of the time help you to get a, the best kind of outcome. Now, obviously this is not the kind of thing that we wanna be doing all the time. And if this is happening regularly, then I want you to start thinking about how you're gonna improve things long-term. So you need to start thinking about managing stress. You need to start thinking about self-care, focusing on making sure that your behaviors are right, um, rather than worrying too much about whether the scale is going up and down or your pictures are looking better, and actually start to work on self-talk. So journaling, meditation, mindfulness practice, these kinds of things that are gonna help you to actually improve your relationship with food, like we said in the level one, and actually make sure that you are in a good space mentally where you can start to make positive changes and this kind of thing isn't going to undermine whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, okay? So hopefully that all makes sense. Now, if you get this right, and if you actually start to get in control of your stress and you start to take a different approach to what you're gonna do when you get very, very stressed and you want to try and eat a bunch of stuff that you don't think you should, then you're actually gonna find that you're much more consistent. So your bad days are not going to be anywhere near as bad as they have been. If this is your problem, that is most likely the thing that you need to work on more than making your good days better, is making your bad days less bad. The other thing is you're gonna be more intentional, which means that your relationship with food is gonna be improved, you're going to be able to enjoy your food more without as much guilt, and you're actually gonna feel like you've got the kind of relationship with food where you, you're in control, you know exactly what it is that you're eating, you know why you're eating it, you're enjoying it, and your entire sort of relationship with food is, is much improved. So if this is something that you need help with in any more detail, of course, then you can drop me a message, let me know. Um, otherwise, I hope this was, this was useful, um, and yeah, let me know how you get on. Cheers.